What's up, everybody? Welcome to First Team Bench, the NFL podcast. I'm Kainoa. This is my co-host, Pu'uvai, and we're here to debate all things NFL. Hope you guys enjoy, even if you're a Cowboys fan. Welcome back, everybody, to First Team Bench. I really want to get started with this. So, Sam Darnold is officially a Panther. Yes, you heard that right. Jets have traded him. So, the Jets traded Darnold to the Panthers for a 2021 uh, six-round pick, a 2022 second-round pick, and a 2022 fourth-round pick. This is an absolute steal for Carolina. If, if you're a Panthers fan, you should be very, very happy with this pick. This is a great trade because, look, I like Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, I liked him as a Viking. He should have stayed. He was a baller at Louisville. Loved watching him in the Orange Bowl. He killed it. But he's just, ever since the injury, he's not the same guy. Okay, He's not your long-term solution in Carolina. And I hate to say it, because I like Teddy B. I wouldn't mind having him in San Francisco for, you know, a bridger if we didn't have this third-round pick or as a, you know, quality backup. Because, you know, he's he's proven his worth as being a backup, um, especially when you look at the Saints and how they used him. I mean, he did great. He was, what, 3-0, and 3-1 and when uh, Breeze got hurt, I believe, with a shoulder injury two seasons ago. But, look, this is great, okay? I don't care what people say. Sam Darnold is a solid quarterback okay don't let these numbers deceive you okay yeah he's 13 and 25 as a starter but without him the Jets have zero wins zero wins for the Jets without Sam Darnold look he he was never the problem since being drafted to what was already a shaky team he's never had an offensive pro bowler the only pro bowler that's been on the Jets since Darnold arrived has been Jamal Adams and you know he was a safety in my opinion, he's okay. He's not elite. But, you know, he gets sacks and stuff. He's very aggressive. But that's it. No help. Awful offensive line. No offensive weapons. And, you know, more often than not, very incompetent head coaches. I mean, think about it. Like when he played against the Broncos. I know they lost. But look, just think. He was 23 for 42 for 230 yards. And he had 84 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. That's with no help. His leading receiver was Jamison Crowder. No disrespect to Jamison Crowder. I believe he was a fourth-round pick for the Washington football team back in 2015, uh, something like that. But that's just not good. That's not it. It's not, not going to even, you know, Robbie Anderson, who was his number one at the time, he got let go too. They, they traded him away. And, like, let's be honest, Adam Gase has been a complete, complete, complete and utter disaster for the New York Jets. It's just – I remember when he uh, was actually released from – he was a uh, – up for a head coaching job in, I believe, 2014 from the Broncos after, you know, Peyton Manning had that crazy, awesome run. And I was all in on him. I really wanted the Niners to get Adam Gase because at the time, if you remember, we just let go of Jim Harbaugh, which I ugh, still sticks in my craw to this day. I don't know why we did that. Actually, I do. It was ego. Ego, pride, the, the, whole, the whole nine yards. But look, I really wanted Adam Gase because I said, look, at this magical offense that he had with the Broncos. Like, he could definitely do that with our team, with Kaepernick and, and our offensive style. And, you know, people like Frank Gore. I think Bolden was on the team at the time. We still had, you know, some tight ends left. I think Vernon Davis on the team. Might not have been, but I really wanted him. And I'm so glad we did it, even though we got, uh, what's his name? Mike Tom Sula. That was him. We promoted our defensive Line to head coach, which was disastrous, as you could expect. But 
look, Adam Gase was a disaster. Like, you remember when he was in Miami and everyone was just saying, Ryan Tannehill's a bust, he can't play, he's no good. After all, I believe he was a, a wide receiver at Texas A&M, converted to quarterback, so a lot of people did have a problem with that. But look, look at Ryan Tannehill now. He's doing great. He has a newfound career in Tennessee. Like, it's very clear that Ryan Tannehill was not a bust. Maybe, you know, maybe he's not a top five quarterback. I'm not trying to make that case, but he's definitely not a bust or, you know, at the bottom tier of the NFL. So this is such a great move because, like, look at the Panthers depth chart now. You have Darnold at quarterback, Christian McCaffrey, who's coming back, who's going to be fully healthy, Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. That's amazing. If you're a Panthers fan, you have to be happy with that. You got to be happy with that. Besides, in the draft, now you don't have to go for a quarterback. There are so many dynamic receivers. You could get, you know, uh, Devonta Smith if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't get snagged by Miami. There's Jamar Chase. Personally, I'd like to see Kyle Pitts. I think a nice tight end would do them good because for the longest time, you know, if you remember, Greg Olson was a huge part of Carolina's offense. Huge, 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 huge part. He was really a big safety blanket for Cam. Of course, this is when Kelvin Benjamin was on the team and, you know, Devin Funches. But, you know, Greg Olsen, a Greg Olsen type, just that reliable receiver, especially with someone as athletic and dynamic as Kyle Pitts, who I believe has, I think, an 83-inch wingspan, something crazy. He's just a freak of an athlete. I think he would look great into the system. And, you know, if you're a Panthers fan, you got to be happy. Also, if you're Matt Rule. Matt Rule is a really great head coach. Don't don't let this uh, don't let the record from this first year you know deceive you. He got Temple with their first AAC championship for the first since I'm sorry. Matt Rule got Temple University their first AAC championship since 1967, and then he went around and had a winning record at Baylor. I mean, wherever he's gone, there's been success. And I, I, it, you'd be foolish to think that he couldn't do it at this level with this talent. Um, you know, they went really heavy on the defense last draft. That was evident, especially with Derrick Brown as the first pick. I thought it was a dope pick. I like Derrick Brown. He was a baller at Auburn, really held down that defensive line. I mean, dude was an anchor, you know. And now I think they're going to go a little bit more on offense this time. And you know what? I, I think Carolina is in a good spot. Uh, let's be honest. You're not going to win this division. I'm sorry. Not to sound pessimistic, you're not winning this division because, as you know, pretty much everyone on Tampa Bay is coming back. So they're still a dominant team. But but Brady's not going to be playing there forever. It's not like he's going to be there six years. So this is a really good spot for the Panthers for them to build up and get some momentum. And, yeah, if you're a Panthers fan, you should be ecstatic. The next topic I want to address is Mac Jones. Quarterback from Alabama. So there's been a lot of rumors going around that uh, Mac Jones is uh, Kyle Shanahan's preferred quarterback. And fans are just losing their mind. And I don't know why. I don't know why people are so shocked. Like, for, you know, first of all, it's, it's safe to assume that Kyle Shanahan knows more about quarterback development than you, me, and everyone else on Twitter who's freaking out about the 49ers not getting... Justin Fields. Look, personally, I wouldn't be upset if we got Mac Jones. I wouldn't be pissed. I'd be perfectly okay with it. Because here's the thing. Lawrence, for sure, is going to Jacksonville. That is the easiest and safest bet in the draft. 
that most likely will not change. Urban Meyer is known to work with young, talented quarterbacks. See Alex Smith. See Tim Tebow. And obviously, Zach Wilson, who personally is my favorite. Zach Wilson is most likely going to be a Jet. Um, any speculation otherwise probably died when Sam Darnold was officially traded to the Panthers for sixth round and a fourth round pick. So that leaves you with Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones. Well, here's the thing with Trey Lance. I'm not too sure that you give up two years of first round picks to draft a guy who's only played one or you know one full season or not even just full he's he's played a total of you know three games outside of 2019 he hasn't really taken over the team because other than 2019 and you know in that span he did good but i'm just not sure if you you bet the house on all that i know he has the mechanics i know he's you know a raw athlete and there's room for development but i'm not too sure again look i wouldn't be you know i wouldn't be angry if we got Trey Lance but just from my personal speculation, I, I can't confidently say that he's going to be the guy. Now, let's look at Justin Fields. Justin Fields is another one that people have been, you know, oh, the Niners are going to get him. He's our savior. Look, I'd be, cool with Justin, with, uh, I'd be cool with Justin Fields, but I don't think he's the guy either. I don't think Kyle Shanahan is going to pick him up. You know, he tends to hold on to the ball long. He locks on to receivers, and he gets, you know, really nervous in the pocket. And that's just not really Kyle Shanahan's M.O., so this is where we're reading me to Mac Jones. Who did Kyle Shanahan want before Jimmy Garoppolo? Who has he been pushing for for the past, seems like, two, three years? Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is his type of quarterback, right? Efficient, smart with the ball, and, you know, can stay in the pocket and self-fix. That, that's, that's literally Mac Jones. He's a Matt Ryan type of quarterback. That's who Kyle Shanahan has had the most success with, right? Mac Jones is efficient. He was accurate at Alabama, and he's a traditional pocket passer. He doesn't, his first instinct is to run or to scramble or to go crazy. And, you know, mind you, he also did a very good job of distributing the ball among his receivers. Albeit with talent, I know that he had arguably the best receiving core in college football, but you can't deny that he did a good job of you know, reading defenses, his football IQ is very high, he's good at distributing, and he just feels like he fits Kyle Shanahan's mold. That's, that's why I don't understand people, you know, freaking out about the possibility of us getting Mac Jones. It's, it's not a, a horrible thing. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm all for getting the quarterback of the future because, let's be honest, Jimmy Garoppolo, for all his, you know, wonders and his greatness and helping get us to the Super Bowl... He's always hurt. He's always hurt. There's always something. The guy has glass bones. He gets nervous feet in the pocket. He'll, he'll make bad decisions and throw it. Like, look at the Seahawks game, right? The first Seahawks game of the year. We were in the red zone. In the red zone. And he has Kittle, who's just beat Tavarius Moore, who, you know, used to be a defensive back with us. He just beat that corner. I'm sorry, that safety. He just beat that safety on a slant route. And Jamie's so panicked by people coming to the pocket, he throws it behind Kittle, and of course it's intercepted. I mean, three yards to the left, it's a walking touchdown. There's, there's no debate. So little things like that, and it's just like, you know, he just didn't get it done in the Super Bowl. He just, he was 
awful in the second half of the Super Bowl, let's be honest. He, he was not productive. He was not efficient. He wasn't accurate. He wasn't calm. He wasn't clutch. And I think that with grooming and development, Kyle Shanahan could get a guy like Mac Jones and eventually take us to where we need to get. Because let's be honest, this Niners roster doesn't have a lot of holes. We kept Trent Williams. Okay, one. Two, use check his back. Three, we have Debo and Ayuk who are awesome receivers who could do anything, including jet sweeps. They're almost like extra running backs. Mostert's going to be healthy. Jeff Wilson's going to be a rising star. Our offensive line is healthy, and our defense is fine. Now, personally, I wish we would have kept Kerry Hyder. I was a big Hyder fan. You know, led the team in sacks, I believe, with seven and a half or eight. He came up big once Bosa left. But, you know, all in all, when healthy, we are a Super Bowl team. And... You know, our offense is not quarterback-centric. We don't need a Justin Fields type to constantly make plays and improvise the way you see Lamar doing or the way you see Mahomes doing or even the way you see, you know, Rodgers taking over that offense. Our offense is very run-heavy. Half the time, Debo's running the ball with Moster, like a running back. It's a very run-oriented offense. The quarterback is really just there to make that occasional play-action pass and to sell fakes and to roll out. That's really all the quarterback is for don't get me wrong, I want a quality quarterback, but it's not like we need a huge gunslinger for this offense to work, right? Look at the NFC Championship when we were there, you know, two seasons ago. All we did was run the ball. Run the ball, diversify, you know, your play attacks, change it up, switch it up. Yeah, that that's all we need. We don't need a huge gunslinger or the next Michael Vick at quarterback to succeed. That's what I think fans are just getting hung up on watching you know, Lamar play and watching all these scrambling quarterbacks go around. and We don't need that to succeed. That's the thing. We have a great running game. Kyle Juszczyk's there. Jeff Wilson's there. Raheem Mostert's there. Debo does sweeps. Ayuk does sweeps. We're going to be just fine. We're going to be just fine. So if we do get Mac Jones, which I am predicting, fans should not freak out. Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing. Just give him time, okay? Mac Jones is not a bust. Mac Jones is not some awful pick where it's like, oh, you know, he's not going to do anything. And we, we could have gotten, you know, Fields and, you know, Ohio State, he, you know, dual threat. It's okay if we don't get him. It's okay. Mac Jones is not a terrible pick. Kyle Shanahan knows what he's doing with quarterbacks. I mean, for God's sakes, he turned Matt Schaub into a pro bowler. Do you remember who that is? That's what I thought. We're going to be just fine. Kyle Shanahan's going to get his guy. I trust him with whoever his guy is. I, to be honest, I like all the quarterbacks in this draft. Wilson is my favorite. I will say that. But I would not be upset if we get Mac Jones. I'm not going to be upset at that. Okay, I want to close off with this. According to 247sports.com, ESPN's Chris Mortensen said that Jerry Jones is considering trading up to take Kyle Pitts' tight end out of... Florida. 6'6", 240, has an 83-inch wingspan. He's he's a dominant tight end. He's one of the best players in the draft. But this is a really bad idea. This is such a bad idea. The Cowboys don't need help on offense. Their offense is perfectly fine. In fact, prior to his injury, Dak Prescott was averaging over 370 passing yards per game. Okay, the Cowboys during that five stretch span, obviously a Dalton, but with Dak, were averaging 32 points a game. The offense was never the issue. It's the defense. The defense is absolute garbage. The, the only teams worse than them, statistically, according to ESPN.com, were the Seahawks and Falcons, who were historically bad. They weren't even bad. They were 
atrocious. So this pick makes no sense. I really hope that I'm not even a Cowboys fan. I don't even like them. If we're honestly speaking, I don't even like the Cowboys. Can't stand them. But if I'm honestly speaking, it would be nice to see them get some defensive help. Because, look, Zeke's going to be back healthy. Tony Pollard has been a stud. Tony Pollard is coming up, right? Offensive line is going to be healthy again. You have, you know, Blake Jarwin, who was an awesome tight end. Dalton Schultz, another solid tight end. He was hurt. Michael Gallup has been a stud for them. He's awesome as a deep threat. Um, CeeDee Lamb is taking over, let's be honest. CeeDee Lamb is officially wide receiver number one in that night game against Minnesota. He looked fantastic. He looks fantastic. I mean, the way he adjusted to that ball to pivot his body, go underneath and catch the touchdown with safety, breathing down his neck in the end zone. I mean, beautiful stuff. Amari Cooper, though, he could go. He could stand to go. Okay. But, like, this offense is set. This offense is set. They are very talented on paper. It's the defense. that That's what's killing them. Okay. Because, look, their safeties are okay. They just signed Keanu Neal from, you know, Atlanta. Dan Quinn is officially the D.C. for the Cowboys. Um, I like this because I think he's a better coordinator than whoever they rotated last because it just wasn't working out. But Dan Quinn's been a legit coordinator for defense. I mean, Legion of Boom. That was all him. That was the work of his hands. So this is going to be good. But they need the talent. They need pieces. Even with Keanu Neal, there's reports that he might play linebacker because he's more of a box safety, which I'm also iffy about because, you know, it's one thing to shed a block from a tight end or a wide receiver, but from a guard, you know, a 320-pound or 40-pound guard or tackle, there's, there's no way. You're not, especially as a linebacker who played safety, you're not shedding that and making around for the tackle. You're just going to get mauled every single time. So I think the Cowboys should really, 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 really go for one of these young and upcoming electric corners in the draft. I would say Patrick Certain or J.C. Horn. Either one of those. They're, they're both studs. It's hard to compare them both. Obviously, they both played in the SEC. Very high level of competition. They played studs like, you know, Devonta Smith and Jamar Chase. I mean, these guys, these guys are ready for the NFL. Um, but see, this is who the Cowboys should be getting. They gotta stop going for these big box office names and just get tickets. If you want to win, you gotta address your needs, right? Because we saw this in the draft last year. They got CD Lamb, and guess what? Oh, everyone was hyped. Our, our draft was filthy. Oh man, like I can't believe our, our roster. And guess what? They sucked because whatever moves they made on offense were completely and utterly nullified by the lack of competence and talent on the defense. It just it canceled everything out. It wasn't even worth getting CeeDee Lamb, honestly, because, you know, you couldn't win anything because the defense can't stop anyone. Ask Cleveland. They ran for, like, 300 yards. It was ridiculous. They made Cleveland look like the AFC champions. It was, it was unreal. So, if I'm the Cowboys, I'm not getting Kyle Pitts. I know he's a pretty piece. He's flashy. Address your need. You need corners. In fact, other look, I like Trayvon Diggs. That was a solid pick. Trayvon Diggs is dope. Okay, I like that pick. Awesome corner from Alabama. He was a baller. Still is. But for the right side cornerback position, these are the two guys filling that spot. Anthony Brown and Rashard Robinson. I don't know much about Anthony Brown. Not really a household name. Not assuming much. But I do know about Rashard Robinson. He used to be a 49er and he was honestly awful he was basically dante johnson every time he was on the field we basically had 10 men because whoever he was covering would be wide open 
He cost us so many games. He always had a PI. He was always grabbing. He was always talking. He, Rashad Robinson is not a good corner. I'll just put it that way. I'll be nice about it. Cowboys, go for J.C. Horn or go for Patrick Certain. One of those two. This, this class has an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver and corner. You don't need a wide receiver. You don't need another offensive player. You, you, you're fine. You are good. You're fine. Address the defense, please. Defense was embarrassing. They couldn't stop anybody. Everything went past them. They were just unmotivated, out of place. It just it didn't click. You need defensive help. You need defensive help. And with that being said on the offense, this might be an unpopular opinion, but trade Amari Cooper, please. He's making like $20 million a year, and the guy's getting like four catches a game. It, trade him immediately, okay? There are two teams in this league right now who are hurting because of a big-name brand popular receiver. The Cleveland Browns with Odell and the Dallas Cowboys with Amari. Move off of him. You guys are much better without him. You'll save money. You can get more talent, help out the defense. But that, that's, that's my take on that. But I highly think that the Cowboys should take Patrick Certain or J.C. Horn. I would highly suggest it. They are both studs. They are going to be shut down corners in this league and you know they, they don't just play zone they play man too they are legit they come from legitimate programs i would love to see jc horn or patrick certain with that blue star in his helmet come august that's all i'm saying but we'll see we'll see we'll see jerry jones man i don't know it's hard to tell what's going on everything leaks out of the cowboys for a while him and dak hated each other there was no going to be any progress and all of a sudden dude's making 40 million a year and they're happy it, it's 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 a lot to, to keep track of but you know what We'll see. We'll see. But if I'm the Cowboys, I am seriously just locking down on one of these corners because there's there's no way they they leave the top ten, right? I mean, because the Cowboys have the tenth pick, they'll be there. Half the teams in that order are taking quarterbacks, so they should be good. They should be good. But lots to talk about in the NFL. Thank you guys for tuning in. I know this episode was a bit quick, but just with uh, my schedule and everything going on, uh, this was just the best option. But I thank you. Guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. I'll have more content later, and uh, stay tuned because we're going to be doing our mock drafts and Madden rankings soon. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We really appreciate everyone who tunes in. You can also catch us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, or even Pocket Cast. Just look up First Team Bench. Like and subscribe. You guys take it easy.